welcome to the Sacred Springs podcast, a podcast where we explore the wisdom of earth, spirit, and the wisdom within. I'm your host, Melissa Grace. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast for those of you who have been listening. And for those of you who are new, uh, this is something I do every month. I come on and I talk a bit about the astrological sign, the sun sign, and kind of the energy of the sign and really of that season because astrology is all about the seasons. I love talking about this stuff. I hope you guys are finding this informative and really just food for thought and something that um, connects you deeper with yourself and with the earth. So this season, this time is Leo. Where are my Leos at? I love me some Leo energy, not to mention my rising sign is in Leo. So of course, we will be talking about all things Leo. This Leo season has some especially potent dynamics happening, including Venus in retrograde in Leo. And there also is like in the Northern Hemisphere, we're in summer, full swing mid-summer. So we will go and talk about the energetics of midsummer and kind of how to support ourselves best and to live cyclically and seasonally within the summertime. So Leo, oh my Leo. So Leo is the lion, the entertainer, the romancer, the child. And Leo is home. Um, its planet is the sun and its house is the fifth house. And the fifth house is where we really develop our capacity to shine. It's traditionally associated with um, children and fun and play and romance and, and that which we do and how we develop these parts of ourselves. So, of course, if you've been listening for a while, you understand kind of my uh, perspective on, on astrology, and that is one from a seasonality perspective. The cosmos do play a part in astrology, a, a big part, but it's a, it's, it's, astrology is about our perspective here on Earth. It's a system developed on seasonal perspective here on Earth. And we can see that in the energetic blueprint of each sign. So in Leo, we're our fire sign. It is the first repeating fire sign in the zodiac. In spring, at the beginning of spring, we had Aries. Aries was really that like spark of life. And in Leo, we see a different side of fire. And when it's associated with the sun, we know that it's this sustained warmth. It's a very warm, young, outward, dynamic type of sign. And since it's in the middle of the season, it is a fixed sign. And again, fixed, all fixed signs are the signs that are in the middle of the season. They're the most concentrated version of that season. 
Um, and here in summer, it's a fire sign that's that concentrated. Um, and one of my teachers, uh, Saja Popham, he kind of has drawn, has drawn parallels between the astrology modes, modes, which are, um, cardinal, fixed, and mutable with the Ayurvedic principles of, um, Kapha, Pitta, Vata, and actually it's, um, Pitta would be cardinal, Kapha would be fixed, and Vata would be mutable. Um, so for those of you into Ayurveda, there's another um, kind of a parallel. So fixed would uh, refer to the Kapha sign, and Kapha is a really dense, heavy, earthy type of energy coupled with the fire. It's just a really uh, more solid sustained version of fire versus like a quick spark. Um, it's the sun. Um, so in Leo, really what we see is the light that shines forth from within. We come out of cancer season where we developed this ability to know our boundaries and know who we really are on the inside. And when we move into Leo, we see more of the tendency to project that light outward. And projecting that light outward is um, really different for each person, right? Our light, it's our signature that we project outward. And that's what Leo teaches us to do. It teaches us to project who we really are. It takes that self-exploration, inner knowing, and makes it um, extroverted. It makes it outward. So life in Leo in the Northern hemisphere, here we are mid summer. It is rich and diverse. We see fruit starting to ripen. Um, we see vegetables starting to ripen. We see, um, just this like diversity, insects and, um, fungi and all these different types of being just flourishing. So we see the diversity of life. Life feels good and warm. And so Leo has another aspect about us. Um, just as in, in Aries, it's a fire sign where we're, we're kind of, um, we are dealing with principles of the willpower. Here in Leo, we also are dealing with principles of the willpower, but almost in a different way because Leo is telling us how we, how we express our will in a creative and self-expressed, authentic way. How do we bring the, the inner to the outer? It's a beautiful dynamic. Leo, I know they get a bad reputation for being egotistical and like it's all about them. And that can be a shadow aspect of this energy that when someone isn't really able to meet their own needs and able to really feel supported in community and within their own self, 
that this energy of it's all about me develops. Or conversely, maybe someone was very um, catered to as a child and not given proper boundaries. And so this like shadow aspect of Leo can be really seen in these circumstances where one doesn't develop a healthy relationship with the inner and outer world and it becomes all about them. But what Leo in its highest sense does, and this is why I love Leo and why I feel like for me, this is part of my purpose. I'm a Leo rising. I also have my Chiron in Leo. Chiron is the light that, uh, the light, (laughs) Chiron is the wounded healer. Those wounds that are hidden maybe from us that are unconscious, um, but are a most essential wound. I have my Chiron in Leo, which is like, you know, it's a very interesting to have that as your rising sign and your Chiron be there. That being said, there's, for me, there's a purpose here. I love what Leo in its highest form is about, and that is shining your light so that others shine and everything else shines. It's about taking that light and warming up all around you. It's about spreading the warmth of the sun so that everything can thrive. Leo is about um, heart-centered leadership. And it's funny that I choose the word heart-centered because in medical astrology, Leo corresponds to none other than the heart and the circulatory system, I believe, as a whole, but mostly the heart. And so in Leo, we really see the development of heart. And just like any energy, it is dependent on our experiences and our choices, what have we chosen in this lifetime and what have experiences, what experiences has chosen us? And under these circumstances, what are we able to develop and what are we able to creatively bring forth? Creativity. It would make sense that I think, you know, human beings have explored creativity from the dawn of time from from the dawn of humanity in our current form with our brains with with creating tools with with um social structure creativity is really prevalent in the human species but really one of our most fundamental creative force is actually that of reproduction it's like the original creative, I think it could be original. I mean, I don't want to get to this or that here, but look at, we are biological creatures. We reproduce. That is a, everything on this planet wants to reproduce. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's, that's the Leo energy. I've also noticed Um, as I'm recording this, I have been, we've been into Leo season and I have noticed another explosion of mating between insects. Um, so I'm wondering if also this, this energy, the sun shining, you know, the nice days, if they bring about that sexual energy as well. So what's really interesting, um, there are 
tarot cards that correspond with each astrology sign. And again, this is from my, my teacher, Saja Papam, and I'm just going to let you guys know what I've learned because it's so fascinating, fascinating. And I think for Leo, it's interesting um, because the major arcana that is associated with Leo is the strength card. And apparently strength used to be called the lust card, um, but it means that that lust or not just like like sexual lust or lust, desire lust, but lust or meaning shininess, the brilliance of emanating the inner light where the subconscious becomes conscious, where we put our work, our real who we are and we make it real. That takes a lot of creative force. Takes a lot of creative force to take your inner workings and make it something creative, make it something real and tangible, and um, so others can see. Takes a whole lot of freaking bravery to do that as well. Um, so these are beautiful things. These are wonderful things. And as I said in the beginning, these are very outward, young, masculine, quote, dynamics, right? And again, it's a very beautiful, beautiful energy. But as I'm becoming more aware, I have noticed this in the fire signs. And as I look back, I notice this in the fire signs in my life repeating. And maybe other people have a different experience, but I have something for you to consider. Fire signs are so outward going and dynamic that they make it more prone to be exhausted and tired. That like, you know... Everyone, I like to party. Everyone likes to party. Everyone likes to party in whatever capacity they like to party. Parties are great, right? But if you have like too many parties to go to, you're freaking burn out. You're like, I don't want to go to another party. I want to stay home. I'm tired. My voice gets crackly when I need a break. And boy, howdy. Every fire season, I get a crackly voice or some cold or throat thing happening. And I have this intuition that it is that outward bearing dynamic energy and depending on your constitution and how you respond to that, it is just this like, could, it can be very draining energy on the flip side. Like, yes, it's very enriching. Yes, the sun is very bright and you can get dehydrated and really sunburnt in the sun. So yeah, it's a very hot time. The sun is shining. Um, a lot of us have dry seasons here in the Northern Hemisphere. So things are dry. Things are hot. And um, that just kind of leads us naturally into this conversation of like midsummer energetics combined with the astrology. They go hand in hand. So these midsummer energetics are... Long days, short nights, 
Again, the sun feels good and there is this energy to move out in the world and be out in the world. And this is something we can beautifully pick up on. But I know you, my beautiful sensitives, I know you guys because we're connected in that way. The sensitivity Being a sensitive person, you might look around other people around you and say, what the fuck, why can they do this and I can't? Like, these people are doing all of this stuff and why I should be able to do this stuff, but I'm tired, like I'm exhausted, I can't hang, but I really want to be able to. So, I encourage you, get out there, get in the sun, get outward and active and and harboring um, and encouraging your creativity and bring that subconscious to the conscious mind. Bring it to create it, okay? I, I encourage you, do what it is that you feel creative by. Paint, pictures, um, gardening, relationships. Get out there and get creative, I bought a flute recently. I'm playing my flute. I'm creating. So really take advantage of what is happening right now. And my lovely, lovely sensitives, I see you because you are like me. And you tend to burn out a little more easily. So... This is where these, the quote, the work comes in, right? Sometimes we're like, ah, we're doing great. We don't need the work. We're fine. I thought we're doing good. No work for me. And then a time in life comes when the tides have changed and shit is going wild and There wasn't much effort put into establishing tools and establishing a sense of self. When we, when we create, we are giving an output. It's like a car. A car has a fuel tank. We are a little more complex than a car, but we also have a fuel tank. And if we're outputting, 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 We have to really be mindful about that output. And us sensitives have a lower output ability. We have, we are high performance vehicles. We have a different constitution. So we really have to draw upon those days, times, weeks, months where we put into play the tools, we did the work, and now life happens, and we can draw upon those tools and say, oh, wait, I need to slow down. Oh, wait, I need space. Oh, wait, I can see the signs right now. I'm going to burn out. Or I can see that my emotional capacity is low. (laughs) Yeah, this is, this is, this is this time. And with the Venus retrograde in Leo, oh, shit. So there we have a whole new dynamic. Venus, the planet of 
love and relationships and also like what we value. It's like the actual meat, like what we value. The house, and I've said this and I'll say it again, sorry if it's a repeat for you. I have to repeat this shit like 17 times to memorize it. So the planet is really the, the what. What are we talking about? We're talking about values here. We're talking about relationships. Um, we're talking about our aesthetic and love. Okay, that's Venus. The house is really where this is going down. Like where in life spheres is going down? Like you have your home and family. You have your as in Leo, which is the fifth house, your creative self-expression. So when I talk about houses, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the place in which we, these dramas go down, these, these, um, these things develop. So in particular, if we were talking about Venus in the fifth house, we would be talking about our aesthetics, relationships, and um, our love, what we value, would be developed in the house of creativity and romance. We might see someone who, is, who really values creativity, who might be really fun to be in relationship with. So moving forward to the Zodiac, Leo, in this case, Leo, or the Zodiac. The Zodiac tells us, why are we doing this? For what function? Like, what the hell are we doing this for? Leo's doing it so that they develop a sense of will, develop a sense of self, and develop a sense of creative expression. So Venus in Leo is really doing this for creative self-expression. So our, in retrograde, this draws this energy inward, right? And retrograde can be a really hard energy, especially for a very extroverted culture. Very, very extroverted culture where we don't have a lot of downtime and like there's like caffeine addiction. Woohoo, I do love coffee. But there's just this all, this uh, productivity, um, culture the inward drawing energies like when those energies go inward it can bring a lot of shit it can bring a lot of shit up so we might be reevaluating our relationships we might be reevaluating the very essence of what we value right now it can be some tough shit so i just want to say if you're in it if you're on the other side if you're before it like First off, if you're in it, like draw upon the work that you've already done. You can do it. What resource do you have available that you didn't have last time that you were in this reevaluation energy? Draw upon that. If you're before it, enjoy. Take your time. Keep working on pleasure and joy and, and really doing that inner work. And if you're on the other side... Baby, I feel you. Oh my God, it's hard. Like, and you did it. And don't you mm, just love yourself. Just allow that energy of Leo of love to infiltrate your cells. To really know like, oh, hey, I navigated this differently than I did last time. 
even if you didn't, like self-love is really called into question right here in our relationship with our self-worth. And so this is really an opportunity for us to open the doors to that self-love. And so I kind of veered from the topics of energetics, but um, there was a lot to cover there. And, you know, it, it all has to do with it. All that being said is this might be in a particularly dry, warm time for you. So drink lots of water. I always recommend for all of us sensitives and for all of us moderns, oat straw infusions, mallow root, um, eating fresh fruits and vegetables, hopefully that you grew some. And if you didn't, that you knew the farmer who did. Get those light coats, baby. Get yourself in bodies of water. Really immerse yourself, um, which is like kind of the advice I give every time. Get in bodies of water because you know what? It's good advice. Like, I'm sorry. <sighs> it's good advice. It's, it's, a good, it's a good way to be. And um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about this energy. Um, yeah, I'd love to know what you guys learned from this. And um, please let me know. Follow me on Instagram if you haven't already. Sacred Springs Podcast. I'll put that in the show notes. I'll also put a little recipe for a um, moisturizing, cooling tea infusion. Um, and... Yeah, I just want to know, what do you guys want to hear more of? What did you love about this and what do you want to know more of? Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed my Leo spiel and uh, we'll talk soon. Love you. Mwah.